0: I expected all the dicks to be massive. You have this idea in your mind and the stereotype and stuff, and it's really not that true. Like, I've had so many experiences that I would never have afforded before. I went to Florence, I've been to Tuscany, Greece, Mm -hmm. Barcelona, literally all over the world. I was at Sheffield University doing my law degree, and I was like, oh my God, that looks insane. That looks so cool.
1: Welcome to I Hate Porn, the sex podcast from (laughs) lustfeed.com. Today's episode is all about how to become a porn star. and I'm joined by Scarlett Jones, who's an up-and-coming British porn star who's on that journey right now. How are you doing, Scarlett?
0: Hi, I'm really good, thank you. How are you?
1: Yeah, really good. And it's amazing. really cool to meet you. It's, um, yeah. I've been following you on Twitter and seeing um, your, your kind of rise. So, <laughs> right.
0: Thanks, I guess. Thank you. No, it's amazing to finally speak to you.
1: And I think you're the third ginger I've had on the podcast already. So.
0: Oh my god, you're starting a bit of a trend, yeah, yeah, the Yeah, a cult. <laughs> a cult, ginger cult. <laughs> yeah. I love it, yeah.
1: Before we start, I just want to say to people listening that it's a new podcast, so please, like, we need all the support we can get, so please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, like, like it, send it to your friends, um, just whatever you can do, we appreciate it so much um and i guess let's get into things so um, you're still quite new to porn like when did you start
0: yeah i'm really new i started uh actually in the middle of the pandemic in december 2020 i made the decision to um jump into porn um or i guess porn jumped into me um so yeah i started (laughs) (laughs) and so um about a year maybe 13 months i think i've been doing it
1: Okay, that's not long at all. And did you start like with professional porn, or it was uh,
0: no independent? Um, um, so I started in the adult industry when I was nineteen. I started working in a strip club okay. uh, when I was at university, and
1: that's cool. Then
0: yeah, it was actually uh, really cool, really really good, uh, really good fun.
1: And and how old are you I now? S- how long ago was that?
0: Uh, it was. Six years ago, I'm 25 now. Um, okay. So yeah, quite a while ago, I guess. So yeah, I've been in the industry actually, yeah, about six years now. So Okay. yeah, that was really good. So um, how did
1: you get into stripping?
0: Um, I literally just decided to actually. So I was at Sheffield University doing my law degree and mm-hmm. I'd seen on Instagram on my like, um, discover page, Someone that worked in a strip club there, and I was like, oh my God, that looks insane. That looks so cool. Me and my friends had just been to Amsterdam and we went to see a sex Mm -hmm. show and um, like a strip show while we were there. And I was just like enamored. I was like, this looks, obviously it looks really glamorous and everything and it's not quite as glamorous as it seems, but yeah, I just thought it seemed like loads of fun. And that's, I just did it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And is that quite common for university students to start working at strip clubs or...
0: Um, actually, yes, quite common. I think Uh, surprisingly when I, yeah, yeah. When I started working there, actually a lot of the other women, my age were also at university Mm -hmm. and it's for a lot of women, I think kind of like a stopgap, kind of something to help fund you whilst you're at university. And originally it was that Mm -hmm. for me as well. And I kept saying, I have to quit before my parents find out, like, I can't do this for a long time and and what have you. And obviously here I am six years later.
1: Yeah. And did you have like, I don't, I imagine a stripper, like stereotype is kind of very outgoing personality. And I imagine kind of very sexually confident in themselves. Um, Uh, is that like how you were or?
0: No, not really. No, I went to, um, a Catholic school. I had a Catholic upbringing. So this was the first kind of, uh, thing in the, in sex work that I'd ever done. Um, so it was really new for me, but it it was so much fun.
1: And do they teach you how to dance or did you know how to dance when <laughs> no, you started? No, they didn't.
0: <laughs> I still don't know. So <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it really? out. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, they don't teach you. They kind of give you the basics, um, I guess. But no, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to kind of uh, do what you can. But a lot of the girls there could do pole dancing. so They could dance on a pole. And I still can't. I'm not very good at that. So I had to kind of get by with talking people's ears off until they succumbed and uh, gave me a dance. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting because I I just assumed that you needed to be good at the pole dancing to to do stripping. I was like, that's what it is in my heart.
0: Yeah, no, I think in America, perhaps, there's maybe a lot more talent involved uh over there than in England but for me I didn't do much dancing I would kind of talk to somebody and then um a lot of my time in the VIP room was spent talking to them I didn't I actually got out of a lot Mm -hmm. of hard work um you know work smarter not harder so
1: (laughs) yeah I I guess I never thought of that like going to a strip club and for the conversation so it's like a a live cam girl Uh,
0: yes very much very much yeah
1: so what happened? How did you go from that to um, to porn?
0: It was a very gradual transition. So I then worked uh, in England. We have something called Babe Station, which in England is obviously very well known, but I yep. didn't know about in the rest of the world. So I did that for a few years. And then it was actually because of COVID that I decided I I can't just keep the position like i just can't keep doing night shifts my whole life it's a bit of a dead end kind of thing Mm -hmm. so i thought i want to really take my career to the next level and that's porn so then i decided i would do
1: it was that a difficult decision
0: um it was kind of made for me somewhat so i have an agent and originally um they planned my debut with one of their particular brands. And then I chickened out mm-hmm. at the last minute. I was just too scared. Like, it was such a okay. big deal. And I was like, I just can't do it. And then a few months later when I they've forgiven me, yeah, they forgave me. And then they said, you know, we'll organize you this tour in Budapest. So go do that instead. And I was like, okay, I didn't want to say no again. So <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. I'll go do it.
1: <laughs> I think it is really terrifying. I've had so many girls that say they want to do porn yeah. Yeah. and you know we talk about it we get them to talk to their family about it and yeah. all of that stuff and then flights are booked in last minute yeah they, they just don't show up <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> oh my god i can imagine that actually i had a uh a scene recently and the woman just didn't turn up it was her first it was virtual mm-hmm. reality stuff i was doing and she just didn't show up she just never got on her flight so mm-hmm. don't blame her you know but
1: yeah <laughs> And so let's go backwards a little bit. So, did you yes. finish your law degree? Or okay, I did. Yes, yes,
0: I so, did. Um, yeah. So I do have a law degree. So
1: does that mean you? Do you like help the other models with their model releases? Did you, have you ever read the contract that we sign?
0: <laughs> yes, of course. I actually signed a contract uh, <laughs> last year. I have an exclusivity. With a company and i was reading through it and i'm not allowed to change my hair get any piercings get any tattoos without prior consent from them so
1: wow uh, i do like I think to you're the first person things. to ever read a contract really <laughs> i think so yeah
0: well there we go then put it in my twitter bio i can read i am literate so be careful
1: yeah it could be like a, a side gig just reading contracts reading
0: yeah perhaps some of them are really bizarre have really bizarre little clauses in and things you wouldn't think about as well so i do think it's helpful um sometimes companies will try and get you to do things that weren't wasn't in the contract and then for instance Mm. like you have to promote it on social media you have to do this and do that and i'm like well i don't actually so
1: no um i think if they do good work you'll want to promote it on social media
0: yeah exactly if it looks
1: terrible it's like okay well we'll maybe just pretend that didn't happen
0: (laughs) that's to be honest most of my scenes i don't have many releases yet um but most Mm -hmm. of mine that are out so far look pretty terrible um i guess it's just the company's perhaps like a poor production value and stuff but um so often i don't promote my scenes actually
1: when you started doing porn you went from babe station and then into professional porn
0: Yes, I um, did. I mean, I've had OnlyFans throughout my time at Babe Station as well. Um, so I did uh-huh. start doing Boy Girl on there first. So that was actually, I guess, my okay. first amateur kind of stuff.
1: And that was your first time being like public, having sex on the internet? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, all my fans and were How shocked, did so...
1: um, like friends and family kind of react to that?
0: Um, so my parents, I've never discussed it with them. Um, they found out about me working in the club via one of my friends. They also found out about Babe Station Mm -hmm. via one of my friends as well. Um, so I have some brilliant friends. Yeah. (laughs) Um, which is nice. Um, yeah. So I haven't discussed it with them actually. Um, but my friends, um, a lot of them are in the industry anyway, so I guess it's, it's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, but surprisingly a lot of the girls at Babe Station are very, um, uh, I don't know what word you'd use. I'd use the words, like, I guess, whorephobic. So they're kind of, like, judgmental of girls who do boy-girl, um, who do porn and stuff. So I guess with a lot of them, once I started yeah, doing the hardest stuff, they didn't, weren't interested anymore because I was seen as lesser than them for doing so.
1: It's very strange how there's this hierarchy with sex workers. And yeah, yeah. sometimes it makes no sense. Like, babe station girls will... Yeah maybe be judgmental of people that do boy-girl, but then yeah, they'll be on adult work.
0: Exactly, escorting, escorting yeah, <laughs> which like... is completely fine, like, obviously, but it's because they yeah. do it under the radar, I guess, so nobody knows about it yeah. with them. So it's seen as fine, but it's, yeah, it's so judgmental. There is such a big, hi- like, hierarchy of completely correct. Really bizarre.
1: Yeah, in porn too, in porn too. Yes, of course, yeah. Girls that do lesbian only will be um, yeah. a little bit, more upper teeth than the girls yeah, that yeah. do boy girl 100
0: i completely agree it's so weird isn't it like we're all doing the same sort of thing at the end of the day so
1: and it's just personal preference i think yeah. and did you think about your limits and like what you want to do before you started or are you just going in quite random
0: in terms of porn do you mean? yeah um
1: like did you have a plan
0: uh i guess yes um Obviously, I've always, since doing um, Babe Station, it's kind of, it, this is my career, you know, now I don't really, can't, I could get out of it, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to and I don't really want to. So yes, I've always wanted to do porn. But in terms of levels, if that's what you're talking about, um, boy, girl and girl, girl yeah. is where I'm at at the moment. And ov- obviously, when I got into it, I was thinking I'll never do anal, I'd never do this, never do that. And then these things come along, you know, and um, often... Mm-hmm often your uh your opinions change so over time so yeah
1: yeah it's similar to your personal sexuality i think you know you of course yeah kind of master one thing and you think okay what's next
0: yes of course of course yeah i agree yeah definitely and i think only fans actually really is uh, also somewhat responsible for that with me because um fans will be like oh have you thought about this oh i'll buy you this toy i'll buy you that and then you kind of try these things and mm-hmm. have fun with it so i think it's good
1: and you started only fans with a boyfriend or independently
0: um no independently when i first started on babe station mm-hmm. so i've had it since i think 2017 maybe 2018 before it was a big thing um i've had it for quite mm-hmm. a while
1: yeah, when it didn't work, <laughs> I <guess>.
0: yeah, <laughs> the videos never yeah, used to play yeah, for me. Yeah. I was like, sometimes it still doesn't. Now wear. it works. It's
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: For me, like my live shows are so hit and miss. Sometimes it will just say
1: yeah. it just
0: won't work, and I'll be like, this is like so annoying. In fact, once I took uh, an OnlyFans live show onto Zoom instead, <laughs> um which was actually really fun. So there are ways around it. Yeah, you? life finds a way
1: were you a very sexual person before you started doing porn
0: um i i was very sexual in my teenage years because obviously i had that Mm -hmm. uh, very strict parents so i was always looking for ways to try and get around that um however actually before porn i'd only ever had two sexual partners in my life which people never believe really yeah so yeah I was very adventurous sexually but only with only with two people (laughs) so
1: yeah so adventurous but not promiscuous
0: yes no no not
1: how how did it feel doing porn it must have been unusual
0: it's kind of bizarre because you build it up in your head to be this big thing like sex is a big thing and especially with my catholic Mm -hmm. background sacred you know and Mm -hmm. um doing porn kind of makes you realize the how base it is um, to have sex with somebody and how that barrier can be broken and be kind of meaningless. So it's kind of weird in that way, but also good in that way, because it makes you realize that you don't have to be so strict on yourself as well in terms of promiscuity, like you said. Mm -hmm. So So before porn, did
1: you feel like it it would be shameful somehow to see... Lots I of didn't people. No,
0: I guess. Like I a lot of my friends who are not sex workers have had a lot of partners and I've heard such terrible things. So to be honest, that put me off. And um, like one night stands and all these yeah. awful stories about like STIs and all this stuff and I was like, I don't want to get into that world. So obviously when I yeah. eventually did, I thought at least I'm being paid for it, you know. Um which is which is mm-hmm. great. But I do really enjoy it as well. And my first scene I had was with a great male performer and it was really good. So that obviously, a good experience makes it all worthwhile
1: I think so when you did porn, what was surprising for you like what was not how you expected
0: um I, okay this right this is one thing I actually expected in porn that isn't real. I expected all the dicks to be massive uh,
1: okay. like, yeah
0: I thought do you know you have this idea in your mind and a stereotype and stuff and it's really not that true like a lot of them like the guy i do my only content with um is a lot bigger than some of the performers i've worked with in porn so for me actually i was pleasantly surprised because mm-hmm. i was thinking oh my god how am i going to do it it's going to be so hard i'm so inexperienced and actually it was not that bad
1: i think people don't realize that often pers- like how big it looks is more yeah. important than how big it is like a yeah. small skinny guy with an average dick looks yeah. so much bigger than
0: exactly exactly that's so true but then yeah. actually some small skinny guys have really they're really big and I'm always surprised and I'm like where did that come from like <laughs> you would never have thought it I yeah. guess you ne- you never know what's going on down there you know that's one thing I've learned in porn so
1: I read that dick size is generally proportional to height but oh, okay. not, it doesn't correlate much not much. there's a correlation but only a small yeah there's a
0: small correlation I understand yeah but like I've, I've seen some really big ones obviously like I worked with Danny D the other week for the third or fourth no, he's time ridiculous. yeah oh do you know what it is though I find personally my preference is the bigger the better because sometimes if they're really small and like bent awkwardly it's kind of like I'm not really used to that. I like them a bit bigger, so I really like, really, really enjoy mm-hmm. working with him. It's always great.
1: Everybody likes him, I think. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's popular.
1: <laughs> so, so when you started in porn, did you think about your image, or, or even in sex work, did, did your like image change because because of the work?
0: Yes, my image has changed an awful lot. When I first started, when I was 19, obviously, uh, my boobs were not as big um but over time whilst i was at babe station actually i gained a lot of weight so i was a lot bigger than this and so i was kind of like curvier Mm -hmm. and i had big natural boobs a big bum and stuff and then i did lose the weight before starting porn um so yeah my image has changed a lot but i've always had ginger hair you know and i've always had ginger like Mm -hmm. pubic hair that's kind of my thing as well and i always i like to try when I was at Babe Station, actually, my brand was all natural redhead, um, mm-hmm. so I like to try and get away with that when I can, <laughs> but it's not quite true yeah, like, anymore. Ninety-nine uh, percent <laughs>
1: natural.
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> give or take one or two things, um, but yeah, no, I think my image has changed a lot, but not because of porn, just because of personal things that have happened in my life and what have you.
1: And people, you know, change as they get older.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: Did you feel any like pressure to conform to, say, a porn look or something you thought was a porn look?
0: Not for porn, no. Only for babe station. A babe station is this really? Mm -hmm. It's almost like a vacuum in which it exists. So everyone there has a lot of surgery. They all have their BBLs, which is fine and like. But the thing is, everyone has it. So when you don't, you're like, oh my god, like I've literally got no ass. You know. And it just makes you feel alienated, I guess. Um, But in porn, I'd say no. Actually, I personally find that in porn, there's so many different body types and looks. So no, I don't feel that in porn at all, actually. I think in porn, actually, it's quite uh, a liberated space to be because you can just look like how you want to and I think still, still get bookings and stuff.
1: I always say to people that anyone can do porn like mm. the only thing that matters is how popular you are
0: yeah I completely um, agree I've just... had friends that are not in sex work say to me like oh I could never do it my boobs aren't big enough and I'm like some of literally the top porn stars have like, no boobs at all and they do so well it's amazing so mm-hmm. and no I think for porn like yeah I think anyone can do it like you said
1: not so many people that do OnlyFans yes. make that switch to professional porn too.
0: Yeah, of course. So, so,
1: what was your thinking with that?
0: For me, OnlyFans has always been um, the side kind of, you know, the side thing mm-hmm. for me. It's never been the main thing. I'm lucky enough to make a very good earning on it without really doing anything. So, I owe that to my fans. Thank you very much. Um, so, how much
1: do you make? If you don't mind me asking
0: it really depends um, If it depends if I put work in or not but to be honest for me if I don't put any work in I only make a few thousand less than if I did so I just do like mm-hmm. stuff like as obviously you did in my OnlyFans review recently so I do a lot of selfies a lot of amateur stuff just everyday stuff because for me doing a full 30 minute porn film is not really going to make me that much money because people seem to like me for what I genuinely get up to um so mm-hmm. yeah it really depends like the most fans i've had i think is 1100 which isn't that many but it's because i don't do sales on my only fans either so yeah i just keep it casual <laughs>
1: okay i'm so bad at maths so you try to work like it out actually i head. get uh, the thing yeah. is as well i don't
0: do pay-per-views <laughs> either like the one thing i hate is i don't know yeah like, you
1: take um
0: yeah i hate um when people come to me with criticisms like oh you charged whatever for this video and i just can't be bothered with arguing with them so instead i just don't give them anything i don't do pay-per-views i don't do customs at the moment because i just can't i don't need to you know i'm privileged enough to not have to work for extra money so i'm perfectly fine as i am just keeping it relaxed
1: and a thousand fans that what is it, yours is $10 it's a like month? I like a tenner, yeah, I
0: think month. so. I think so. I used to charge more because I used to actually meet. Yeah. When I was at so Baby Station, I did a lot of work with it.
1: I mean, that's good money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like when I first started doing Boy Girl, but the thing is, when you start, I became so routine with it. I was doing a Boy Girl release every week, a sale every week, and I was so obsessed in my mind, and it's just maintaining that goal or getting better than that goal in terms of mm-hmm. money that for me is really toxic because then i'm like if i don't hit that goal then i'm like what have i done wrong and i'm constantly panicking about maintaining it so it doesn't work for me to do that so i just like to just um treat it like just a side thing do you know what i mean
1: yeah it seems like you're not so money motivated
0: no definitely not the but the reason i'm not so money motivated is as i've already said because i'm so lucky like Um, I have a house, I've got a car, you know, I've got a family and friends and stuff. So I'm really privileged and I don't have to, um, like I didn't get into porn for the money. I got into it for the career prospects and the future of it.
1: What do you feel they are?
0: Um, for me, sex work as a career, it has to have some longevity to it. And I think the move to Mm -hmm. porn is. I guess also for the experience, actually, because since doing porn, I've had so many experiences that I would never have afforded before, so like with my agency um I went to Florence last year i went to, i've been to Tuscany, Greece, mm. Barcelona, literally all over the world, and that's something else that is just kind of leveling up um from working mm. you know in overnight in a in a studio um just off the m one doing babe stations so for me it's a massive plus
1: <laughs> work with travelers such a dream I, yeah. I really love that aspect of porn myself yes
0: yes it's such a big thing and I didn't think it was going to be for me but it is such a, a massive privilege to be able to do it um so yeah
1: mm. yeah it's exciting and yeah it's nice to have attention and people fussing over you yeah and...
0: like some of the productions I do it is like that but actually the majority I feel like um sometimes with certain companies you just kind of um, mm-hmm. feel a bit... I don't know what the word would be. Just like a piece of meat, you know. Just do this, do that. Yeah, but obviously sometimes... It's not always like that. Most yeah. of the time it's really good, so.
1: Yeah, I think some people are just so into a routine. They're doing mm. it every yeah. day. It's just, they hate you know, it, yeah. That, some
0: Yeah, that. some of them absolutely loathe filming porn and you can really tell and it makes the atmosphere not so good.
1: It's sad, I think, because yeah. I think... Should be fun and um, yeah, and mostly it is. I have had yeah. mostly good experiences. Yeah, Just yeah. The odd Me too.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. No, same here. <laughs> same.
1: What have been your uh, worst points so far?
0: Oh my god, don't! <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> the thing is, on my only OnlyFans, my fans already know all of this, so it's not like any of it's brand new information. Uh-huh. But um, oh, I don't know. There's not actually, to be honest. There's not that many to choose from um this is actually this isn't a low point but this is kind of like an awkward situation recently i was doing a, a scene mm-hmm. uh, for reality kings in budapest with geordie um like a contract star oh, yeah. with mind geek and he's so famous and i was like oh my god this is such a big deal he's and ridiculously
1: famous yeah he's a I huge just, youtuber as well I, like yeah it's
0: unbelievable and he's such a nice guy like so i got in a taxi with yeah. him and i was uh, having a bit of a chat with him and then i arrived at the location. And my agent hadn't told me I needed a COVID test because I'd flown in the day before from Lanzarote. Oh. So I had no COVID test. So I had to go get my COVID test. And then it turns out they performed the test wrong, so we had to go back again. And then we had a three-hour wait for the results. And I'm there with this, like, star. Like, I just, this is my fault. Like, this. oh, my God, it's just so embarrassing. I was like, he's going to think so badly of me. Mm-hmm. This is just awful. It worked out in the end, but it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I just... It's not always... Um, things don't always go to plan, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, not, um, so, not so many bad experiences, like, really.
1: Were you worried about anything before you started porn?
0: Um. Yes, I think... I don't really know what, just everything. <laughs> I was nervous about getting a <laughs> flight. I was nervous about my test, like... Because I, obviously having two sexual partners, I'd never had a full performer test before. So, oh my God, that was a stressful experience. Yeah. Like,
1: So sexual health was a thing. Crazy,
0: yeah. Because just having a blood test for me was such a big deal before porn. I was just such a baby. Mm-hmm. So naive to it all and scared. So, yeah, I was, literally everything, you anything I was scared of before. But now I'm a lot more confident with it
1: you feel safe with the sexual health aspect you know more i guess
0: um the thing is it's so hard because a lot of stis they test for so obviously as you know it's every 14 days a certificates valid for mm-hmm. um within those 14 days you could so easily pick up chlamydia gonorrhea get tested again and it's not show up on your test so it's such a i personally do think like oh, it's a bit scary because you are gambling with your health at the end of the day and they don't test routinely yeah. you can't test for herpes for instance and just a lot of things that
1: you can you can test for it but i think everybody yeah. has it that's the problem yeah that's the 90 percent of people have it so
0: yeah and it's just like it i don't know sometimes i sit to myself and i think oh my god like, i could catch hiv doing this job like and it i don't know it's yeah. probably it's not going to happen obviously hopefully but i do think it's a risk and in the uk at the moment there's a really big culture of people faking their tests
1: um -hmm. usually just content even here yeah
0: yeah i actually saw um talent testing the other day tweeted about it didn't they saying performers are faking their tests and me and danny d were talking about it as well and he's had girls turn up with no tests sometimes like i just think it's crazy um and I I, do, I understand yeah, people, and, I guess, do it because it's expensive. In England, the test that I get is £300. Um, so it's wow, expensive. Yeah, Most expensive. of the
1: people can't afford that, I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's sad because people are choosing to fake their test because they need to work because they need the money. And it, it's awful that they're in that situation, mm-hmm. ultimately. Um, but obviously, it is dangerous for everyone's health.
1: Yeah, I... For me, I always found this difficult because um, mm. I'm actually a huge germaphobe, and okay. then I started doing porn. <laughs> God, like, oh that's God, like Physical worst Contact with strangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh, everything is filthy. <laughs> um, I, I found, I found that the more I learned about STIs, yeah, um, the 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 more comfortable I got. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, and. Also, I found there's a lot of... Um, like, everybody that's not important... Yeah. Most of them would think that we're dirty. But of course. we're not. I'd say we're a lot cleaner mm. than the average person. Yeah. I think just most people get tested so infrequently... Yes. ...that they, they get STIs and maybe they cure themselves or... Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't even notice they have them. They
0: don't it's... even notice. This is the thing with me, though. I um like if i think something's off with my body like i cancel my scenes i'm like i'm not going to risk it often it just turns out to be mm-hmm. a uti um which is one thing actually since doing yeah. porn that i've had that i before porn never had an issue with so that's one thing i guess um yeah. just things like that not fti yeah, found... infections
1: yeah we call it like the porn vaccine because we're all sharing this pool of bacteria <laughs> and viruses that it, we don't get STIs, but the first, I find the first six months in yeah. porn, you kind of like sick all the time. You've always yeah. got a cold. You know, like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. if a newborn baby goes to school for the first oh, time I and understand. the parents yeah, are always yeah. sick. It's like... yeah it's not stis but it's It's just everything else infections (laughs) yeah just all the human contact
0: yeah it's it's, it really is and i really think because i don't do porn full-time i just do it as and when like maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know how often every few months i guess um yeah it's, it's crazy everyone has a cold and i'm like i'm going to work perfectly fine and then, after a week of being in Budapest, yeah. I'm coming home and I'm like, I'm going to die now anyway. So, and um, every time yeah. I have this dilemma like, oh, I'm so ill. I've got a cold. Like, I've got another UTI. Like, I'm, oh, it's, yeah. But, you know, I guess over time, apparently your body can build up a bit of a resistance to it. I've heard. So,
1: uh, definitely. I'm looking I found forward that. to that.
0: <laughs> take a lot more vitamins now. <laughs> I do porn, actually. I think I take six or seven a day, yeah. different things, just to try and keep on top of it.
1: Yeah, honestly, that could be the issue. Like when I started, mm. I felt um because having sex while holding a camera is very different <laughs> to just having sex <laughs> in private life. And yeah, having sex in porn, you know, you, in your private life, you're not hammering away for like an hour. No, or No, exactly, hours. exactly. So I felt. I felt like I had to work on my fitness, on my health. Yeah. So maybe just doing porn made me get more fit yeah. and healthy. Yeah, well, that's good. That's a good um, thing. That is a good thing. So yeah. There's that aspect too.
0: Yeah, that is. That's something I always notice about male performers. They always have really good bums. I guess more the thrusting. Like they have really like peachy bums. Possibly. Yeah. So that's a positive. And girls you
1: know. um, get really flexible with their legs. From, yeah, the that's true actually. Right?
0: Yeah, does. I mean, I'm still a little bit wooden, um, <laughs> working on it.
1: <laughs> it's like porn yoga,
0: basically. Yes, yes, yeah. Like, yeah,
1: definitely. One thing that you said that I think is really important for people yeah. that are thinking about a porn career now and how to get into it. Yeah. Is you said that you're doing um, professional porn as and when. Yes. And I think you are lucky that you have that freedom of course because you have your OnlyFans income yeah yeah that does give you that freedom to pick and yeah. choose the jobs of course and yeah i think that's really important is if you want a career in porn it's not the best thing to just work for every single company i yeah, think yeah. Y- you can burn yourself out um or you can do things that maybe yeah know, you're not proud of or, yeah <laughs> but,
0: definitely definitely this is something as well actually i think i i think did you have an article recently about how much do porn stars make in terms of money
1: yeah yeah, i
0: read your i read your article actually i read it and um, i broke
1: it into tears
0: you did and i was reading it and i was thinking i wouldn't do that for that little (laughs) when i was reading it In terms, yeah,
1: of, I don't know what your rate is. I haven't yeah. asked, but oh, no. um,
0: yeah, I was. This is the thing in England. I've heard from a few performers that the rate in England is pretty abysmal. Um, but luckily for me, my agent kind of decided my rate for me, and she said, "You know, this is what you're going to get paid. Never take any less than this." Um, and mm-hmm. I obviously, your article was talking about the US rates as well much they get paid in america and i was yeah. really surprised by that and a- a- actually sorry after speaking to us agents that's true like your rates in terms of america is completely true and i always thought they got paid loads in america like thousands of dollars and it just seems like that's not the case um,
1: so it was the case that americans got paid more than europeans yeah um but your agent specifically yeah has um recruited like higher quality models in Europe. And okay. now the cost of shooting in Europe is more expensive than in America. Wow. So um, gen- generally, if I was going to be filming, I probably wouldn't shoot in Europe because yeah. I can get more famous models yeah. um, for less money in America. Oh my God, that's crazy. And they crazy. speak English, you know, like you speak yeah. English, <laughs> which is great, but all these Russian models, I can't do anything with them. Oh my God, no. it's like, I know. Can, I can film sex, but that's it. It's Yeah. And I think
0: the personality in terms of porn is what really uh, is necessary, you know, to to stay in it for Mm -hmm. a long time. And a lot of girls I know in England think, you know, it's just having sex on camera, but it's really not. You have to really create a fan base. You have to nurture a fan base with it in order to stay relevant. So, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, you know.
1: Yeah, people forget that. Yeah. Yeah, they they really forget. I think that if people are attracted to you, you can get so far and make some good money but if your fans fall in love with you yeah. then that's how you really explode it, yeah 100%. it sounds funny to say love but i think yeah <laughs> no this it's
0: is true. i this true i always i have fans they have my personal whatsapp i have a little group on whatsapp actually with my fans in it mm-hmm. a few of them maybe eight or nine that i've known for the last 6 years that have followed my career and <clears throat> are very loyal and i'm really lucky to have only fans members that have been there since you know 2017 and I think that's really the difference and that's a thing about uh being English I think that is really a benefit because it does allow you to talk to them easier and connect with people as well
1: and I think to be successful Mm. you have to nurture fans in um English speaking countries yes because in Germany, for example, no one has a credit card or not one that they can really use. So it's hard oh, to make wow, money. Wow, okay. There.
0: Yeah. That's um, interesting. With
1: Italians, everything's cash. Most of them don't even yeah. have bank accounts, I believe. <laughs> so it's again. Oh, wow. So it's, okay. Uh, it's quite interesting. In France, France is a really good one. Yeah. But it, you need to speak French and build your French fan base then. So, <laughs> so uh, if <laughs> you don't speak happen. good English, and yeah. you're not prepared to put your personality out there. It's very difficult to make a lot of money.
0: Yeah i agree 100 percent. so so americans and brits
1: have an advantage
0: yeah yeah i think americans especially obviously um kind of in in america there's that uh image of a porn star isn't there you know and there's that kind of stardom around it that i think in europe is not such a big thing and especially in the uk there's barely any porn sites in the uk to shoot for anymore
1: I, i think the uk industry kind of is its own worst enemy personally mm, mm. um i remember when i started mine I, I was lucky that i just moved abroad because i just was, yeah you know it was i was sat there working from home and it was yeah. raining and i thought why am i working in a <laughs> yeah. rainy country when i could be stupid <laughs> i moved to italy and went to the sun you know that's
0: amazing that's um, amazing honestly then, if we hadn't left the eu perhaps yeah, i'd be doing the
1: same um still <laughs> could. it's still could. i'm sure yeah
0: maybe maybe um, sometime, but yeah it's
1: yeah. I started networking with the British industry and mm. they were so old fashioned with their thinking. Mm. And none of them like could do social media well. Yeah. None of them. Um everything on their site was just like these bad videos, mm. bad design. Everything looked like it was designed in the nineties. Cheap, yeah. trashy. Yeah. Um like, everything was filmed in like a really cheap apartment, yeah. you know, Travel large, a really cheap yeah. house with like old wallpaper yeah. and yeah, or Travel <laughs> Lodge. Or, it was horrible. Yeah. And it, it was run by old yeah. men. And they would argue over, like, who's a gilf and who's a milf. And so, like, so, <laughs> This was like the...
0: So weird. It's so yeah, weird. And there was
1: a lot of sleazy behavior as well. 100%.
0: Yeah, yeah there really sorry. is a lot of sleazy behavior in the UK. And I think it's a shame. There's a lot of models, male and female, that uh, have mm-hmm. really good potential. But unfortunately um kind of get a bad experience then it puts them off for life so
1: absolutely and i think um even on the sexual health Mm. side i remember um there was a problem Mm. with labs in europe yeah not all of them being up to a good standard really um and all the porn industry was in a group chat and we decided to have some standards and make all the standards uniform amazing yeah so The most important one for me is um, to do PCR tests for HIV. of course, of course. Which means that it's detected within 10 days of infection. Um, Whereas the ELISA test, which we were using, is up to three months. So, (laughs) um, and in the UK, the industry, they all spoke together Mm. and they said, oh, we don't want Europe telling us what to do. Um, The NHS says that... Um, the Eliza test is good enough, so that's what <laughs> we're using. And it's like they expect the NHS to provide <laughs> yes. them the porn yeah, industry with free, free testing. Exactly. And I think that's disgusting it's thinking. Unbelievable. Like the NHS isn't there to serve the no, porn industry. No,
0: exactly, it's, exactly. It's there for people who need it. And uh, yeah, I just think that's terrible. It's obviously the working with browsers in the UK. You do need a uh, PCR HIV. Um, but i are yes 100 percent. Really any mind geek company i've worked with have been amazing but like a lot of content creators yeah. in the uk like you just said they do use the free nhs tests and they do it every 30 days and they're messaging me saying do i want to work with them no i'd rather probably get run over because it'd probably be a bit safer than it's unbelievable yeah. i just think it's so dangerous and stupid and um
1: and there isn't yeah. even any proof that the test exactly. is real. Exactly, they just get like, a text. You can like, have a certificate fine. signed by a doctor. but
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah,
1: because we, we'd go back and get a certificate and yeah, it's stamped close, yeah. and your name on it and signed. Yeah. and But even that's not enough, I think, because they can be faked, So <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: They, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, And actually, uh, strangely, I found a lot um, in porn in general people don't show you their test sometimes like sometimes people are a bit cagey about it which is always a bit of a red flag
1: yeah and i don't want to be too negative mm-hmm. on the uk because i think what's been incredible about only fans is i think there were so mm-hmm. many models and just creative people in the uk that wanted to make porn yeah. or make sexy content and they had no way of having that yeah, career of course. and it's really revitalized the industry yeah. and some of the stuff people doing are doing is so amazing.
0: creative. Yeah, um,
1: like Belle Delphine is probably the best example. Yeah. Um, but like some of the things people are doing is amazing. I think it's really incredible what people are doing. Yeah. I just think that it could be a bit safer. Yeah, and I of hope course. That yeah. They find a way of lowering costs of testing mm. or something like
0: yeah. that. Yeah, I really hope so because it it's really extortionate uh 300 pounds you know for a full test mm-hmm. um and luckily my fans pay for it for me i do a little campaign on any fans and they fund it for me which is amazing oh, but not everyone has that privilege nice. so not everyone and, can do that.
1: that that's good advice for people mm-hmm. though as uh, um you know if your fans want to see porn yeah. maybe they can yeah in.
0: exactly when i whenever i go and do porn i say to them you've got to pay for my hotel my flight my test and then i'll go um and I know I, I don't actually say it like that I'm not so <laughs> I'm not so much like that they're just no, I, know, they're I, really I can't nice, imagine but... you've
1: been bossy <laughs> no
0: I do domination stuff every now and again but not very regularly um <laughs>
1: really yeah you?
0: no I do enjoy it actually um sort of sometimes yeah. yeah but no they're really generous my fans are amazing they always I have this one particular fan who buys me all my lingerie from Honey Burdette for my scenes like um mm-hmm. I have some stuff coming up at the end of February with Rocco. And um, he's bought me all my underwear, especially for all of the scenes, like a set per scene, it's just amazing. And yeah, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my fans. So I'm always very grateful to them. Mm
1: -hmm. It comes across. Thanks. And um, especially when I joined your OnlyFans, I was like, yeah, not many models share their life or share negative things as well. Yeah, oh,
0: I don't care. And I think that's important. yeah no i this is the thing i um, actually on my live shows in the past i have um done it had a bottle or two of prosecco and they tip me to drink it so for instance 10 to 20 dollars uh-huh. and i'll drink i'll have a little shot you know? yeah and they're dangerous because i'll talk about anything then when i'm drunk um they could ask me anything and i'd tell them the truth so it's a dangerous place <laughs>
1: uh, yeah i think openness is the best because yeah. it shows you're human yeah of course you know, it's more relatable like if we yeah. present, like, this perfect life, then I don't think that's as interesting as yeah, I guess you're a real thinking person. That's true,
0: yeah. They can they can see all my highs and my lows, you know.
1: If you think of your closest friendships, mm. they're probably with people that can be vulnerable with you and yeah. you can be vulnerable of with course, them. Of course, yeah, 100%. I, that's
0: really true, actually. And I think perhaps, like you said, you know, about Russian performers or performers that don't have a good level of English, I think... Sometimes they have a lot of followers, but I always think, like, how many of those fans actually want to get to know you as well? Do you know, and how many can? So,
1: we're getting towards the end now. Um, but I just wondered if, if you were starting mm-hmm. your porn career again now, would you do anything differently?
0: I would, yeah, massively. I, uh, number one, I'd start sooner, I would have probably started when I was younger. Um, okay. And not listen to everybody who told me not to do it, because I have had a lot of people saying don't do it, you'll regret it, you know, all this stuff. So I would have started personally for me sooner. There'd be a few companies I probably wouldn't bother working for. Um, I might have been a bit more picky with who I work for. But I think, apart from that, no, like, my agent is amazing. I've recently took on a PR agent as well Mm -hmm. in America. And yeah, no, I, I don't have any regrets, really.
1: And what advice would you have for people that want to emulate you and have a porn career of their own?
0: Um, do you know, I honestly, I don't know really. Let me think. Just have a good agent.
1: Like, let's say, (laughs) um, have a good agent. I
0: mean, you don't really need an agent to be honest, necessarily. Um, I think one thing that's really helped me, I find I have a lot of recurring bookings with the same companies over and over and over. Um, be friendly mm-hmm. to everybody, the makeup artist, the director, everybody who's there, like just be friendly with them, don't be you know. I, I've heard stories obviously, about performers acting, um, not so nice, and kind of being mm-hmm. sucking up to the director, but nobody else. And I think like everyone deserves respect, and just treat everybody with respect, I think, and then there's no reason you can't do well.
1: What would your Something advice like be to someone uh, in the UK that wants to get started in porn? Like, where would where do you think they should start?
0: Like, well, I always say to people, um, so first you need to come up with like a stage name.
1: Mm-hmm. So you need. I was to... wondering about that. If your name, your name, it doesn't. Sound. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, you'll you'll never know, but. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they. Um, I would always recommend getting a stage name because. It's just safer that way, especially for entry into the USA on holiday and stuff. It can be a bit Mm -hmm. of a red flag if you have a big porn personality. But, yeah, I'd recommend doing that, getting social media. Um, Using social media like TikTok, um, I think, is a really good way of getting started now for somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, just, I guess, getting an agent and just going and doing work in Europe, I would say. That's... I guess all the advice I can offer because it's hard to start from the ground up isn't it with no fan base and you can't really start yeah. on any fans unless you already have some fans so
1: that's what I like to tell people is mm. if you're not sure if you can make a career of it yeah like see if you can grow on Instagram first because yeah. Twitter or then <laughs> it's you're probably true. not gonna be popular in porn either it's, <laughs> that's it's just it's brutal yeah. but it's better to find out before yeah. you put sex videos on the internet
0: yeah I agree 100% um I think social media is an amazing tool nowadays obviously that we can make the most of so I would definitely recommend doing
1: that and I think the more followers you have the more rates the higher rates you can charge for porn pretty much I'm
0: not sure I think so like um like to say I've only been in porn a year and Mm-hmm. Before I've never done it. I think my rate is quite good. Like sometimes I work with some performers in Europe, and at the end of the scene, they're we're getting paid, and their rate's so low, and I'm just like, oh god. Yeah. But I think, especially in the UK, a lot of girls kind of expect it to be really poor, so that's all they charge. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not good, and then I feel really guilty as well. Um. But yeah. So yeah, and you also need to that's feel guilty. Yeah, I I guess the thing is we've both done the same amount of work. Like we should be paid uh, equally, I guess, for the for equal work. So,
1: yeah, but like you know, Leonardo DiCaprio wouldn't get paid the same money as um, an actor with no pull. Like (laughs) that's
0: very true. That is very true. If you
1: sell, like some models sell, some don't. That's just Mm. the brutal truth. That is true. Yeah. Like the way i see it is some models people won't cancel their subscription because they're on your site yeah but they they won't join because of her whereas some models Mm -hmm. will drive your sales
0: that's very true that's something i definitely have like my fans will they want to know what scenes are coming out so they join and they some mm-hmm. actually, I had fans send me the photos from the scene. They were like, I joined, especially to send to buy these photos to send them to you mm-hmm. so you could see them. I was like, Thanks, <laughs> that's very nice.
1: Yeah, and that's important, I think. Is yeah, if you know, that's why you need that Twitter following and Instagram yeah. and a fan base, not just yeah. for your OnlyFans, but for mm. to get work. I think,
0: yes, no, I definitely agree. Yeah,
1: cool. And has Porn changed you in any way? Like, good or bad?
0: I don't know about porn necessarily changing me. But I think, or obviously, even... I, like, obviously I, my priorities have changed as I've got older. So when I was mm-hmm. a bit younger, when I was at Babestation and what have you, before porn, I was, I guess, a bit more money-focused in terms of spending money. Like, I've never been a big spender and a big saver. Um, mm-hmm. But now, especially, I'm like... uh very not materialistic anymore i guess like since doing porn i'm like well i'd rather save it and just be happy as opposed to focusing on material gain um but that's not necessarily in relation to porn that's just generally i guess uh, i think that's a success
1: thing like when you first start making a lot of money yeah, it can be quite addictive and it doesn't Mm. make you happier that's you have to kind of learn that i think
0: yeah definitely it's it's still hard though i guess because you do what you know you do a lot of scenes and you're waiting to get paid and you're like oh I just paid my tax recently as well obviously in the UK we have Mm -hmm. a big lump sum to pay in January and I'm like oh my god like I need more money but (laughs) yeah
1: yeah come to Budapest it'll be a lot lower (laughs) really (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) a lot oh my
0: god don't tempt me yeah it's very expensive (laughs) over here to be (laughs) self-employed
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: that's some other advice, actually. If you're going to do porn or anything like that, get an accountant and uh, don't yeah. not pay taxes. Because I know girls at Babe Station that are in hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of debt now because they never bothered to declare their income, and they mm-hmm. obviously got got found out. So keep everything above board as much as possible.
1: Yeah, and you'd think people would realise it's not yeah. a cash business. Everything's going through your bank account, yeah. Yeah. and It's all trackable.
0: Yeah, Um, exactly.
1: It it does, and you need it as well.
0: Like you need accounts, you know, Mm -hmm. for a mortgage, for a house, for a loan, for a car. All these things you need proof of income, and you can't just get by on not paying tax because, as much as maybe you'd like to, you know, uh, you have to think about the future, and it's really important to have a paper trail behind you as evidence of earnings.
1: Yeah you know and if you don't want to pay tax then you have to do what the youtubers do and move to madeira or malta <laughs> or cyprus yeah. yeah if you're in the uk definitely you gotta yeah. pay tax Um, if, you,
0: if you're a little person like me i mean, i guess obviously big business as well like amazon gets certain breaks but i'm not quite on that level of income yet um yeah, maybe
1: one day though maybe <laughs> one day
0: if I'd, i would not want to be
1: <laughs> i want to be but, the amazon of porn <laughs> but yeah oh no i don't good. i
0: don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think i'd give it all away first but yeah
1: do you think girls um measure their success like with between each other is there like a rivalry with money
0: with money mm, with um income. i don't know like in terms of porn, I've never experienced it.
1: Mm. And maybe it's more of a guy thing. I maybe.
0: Maybe. That's something else about porn. Like, male performers, their pay is so meagre in comparison yeah. as well.
1: Well, it depends. But if, if, uh, again, if they If they drive sales, they'll get paid more than the girls. Yeah. It's just...
0: I guess that's true. But, yeah, like... I don't know about competition in terms of money. I know in terms of mm-hmm. OnlyFans in the UK, yes, massively. People always over exaggerate their earnings. Yeah. They always brag about it. And personally, if you, I, that I always think is, for instance, Amazon again, if I hear that they've made 18 billion in two minutes, or if I've heard the company down the road is in a lot of debt and they've got no money, I'm a lot more likely to give my money to the lower earner than the higher earner because yeah, you'd they've think. already privileged enough so I personally would never show off or brag about my earnings because it's going to mm-hmm. alienate my customers as well I think so
1: yeah it's interesting for me anyway
0: I would never do that I know a lot of girls do fine but not for me mm
1: Like it it's interesting yeah. if you're kind of if you're living this luxury lifestyle with yeah. you know gucci bags and oh that's not me <laughs> lots of expensive brands around yeah
0: you, yeah and then
1: your fans are like why am i tipping <laughs>
0: exactly that's the thing because they're gonna think the thing is as well a lot of the fans that i have they're hard workers you know they work often shifts mm-hmm. they work really hard for their money and they often don't have a lot of it to spare and if they're giving it to mm-hmm. me I want to be appreciative. I don't want to be bragging and saying, oh, guess what I've spent it on this month? What unnecessary luxury item I'm going to waste it on. I want Mm. them to think that I'm doing something good with the money and that I'm actually grateful for it.
1: What do you tend to spend your money on? You said you're more of a saver.
0: Food. Food. (laughs) That's Yeah, I really don't spend, I really don't buy into material things. I don't know, like, I'm currently saving to buy a house. Well, I could Mm -hmm. buy a house, but the political climate in the UK at the moment is very volatile. So I'm waiting to see what happens in terms of house prices. But I was lucky Mm -hmm. enough to buy my first house when I was 21, which is amazing. Oh, wow. Uh, Apart from that, I just buy... I I have got a granddad. He's 89 this year. So I see Mm -hmm. him every week and I spend money on him a lot of the time. And my cat. (laughs) That's
1: really nice.
0: Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Well, sweet yeah yeah that's it
1: <laughs> okay i guess we should definitely tell people where they can find you
0: yes of course so you can find me obviously on OnlyFans. um i'm not sure what my link is like my earl thing but i oh. have twitter and instagram and mm-hmm. my instagram is scarlet jones official and my twitter is scarlet jones uk mm-hmm and you can find everything else via there, I
1: think. So, yeah. And we'll put the link to everything in the podcast, yeah. of course. And yeah, that's yeah cool. no, thanks so much for like joining me on the podcast. Um, I was okay. really, really, really curious to meet you because, yeah, you do have this kind of very wholesome look, thanks. but also a glamorous look. And it, it's yeah, hard to no. pin you down.
0: Wholesome. <laughs> yeah. Wholesome. <Thanks. laughs> yeah well uh, yeah though, thank i'll take that as a compliment thanks very much it you is know, a compliment, thank you very I much think. for having
1: me yeah yeah and if people want to um you know find out more they can message Scarlett or me yeah. um, if yeah. you have any questions um and yeah check out my site which is lustfeed.com um, where you can read lots of interesting articles about porn about sex and even watch some porn um but yeah so thanks so much Scarlett.
0: amazing thank you so much for having me